Bruchim HaMazinim, I'd like to welcome everybody to the next Inyan. In Chayshim in the Yerucha series, this is the Sugya of Oino. There are really two related Inyanim, Oino and Mekach Tois, but we're now going to discuss Be'ezus Hashem extensively, exhaustively. The Sugya of Oino will have to define the parameters of Oino and where Oino and Mekach Tois, each one charts its own course, and then we'll have to go into the specifics as regarding the dinim of Mekach Tois Be'ez Hashem. What I'd like to do, which is always a good place to start, is to start from a Pasuk Mufereshes and Chumash. Oino is a din that's sourced in a Pasuk. It would seem also, by the way, that Ilule, without that Pasuk, maybe we would have said a different din. Maybe we wouldn't have known the din of Oino Misfar. We'll have to see why that is and what difference that makes in our understanding of the Gidorim and the applications of the din of Oino. Let's open up Sefer Vayikra, Parshas Bahar, Perk Chofei, Pasuk Yudalet, right by Sheni. The Torah over here in the broader context is talking over here about fields that are sold. And a field in Eretz Yisrael, as we learn over there in Parshas Bahar, can't be sold Litzmisus. It can't be sold that Ruven's field now belongs to Shimon. If it's Ruven's ancestral, it's his Benachlo, it belongs to Ruven, then by its very definition it can't be sold. It could be somewhat leased to Shimon. That lease is also not something that could be extended indefinitely. It could only be Adshnas HaYoyvul. Yoyvul being every 50 years, sometimes a person is going to, so to speak, sell, otherwise really leasing his field. It really is a lease because the Gemara is mechalic that there's a Kenyan Aguf and a Kenyan Peres. Which is an important concept in Chayashimishpah, but not important for our share, just to explain the concept. Kinyan Aguf means somebody could own something, but he's giving over a usage or temporary usage of his field to somebody else. Who's the real owner? Legabe Varius, Dinim, and Halacha. That's an extensive discussion in various places in Shas. In any case, we have Ruvain sells slash leases his field to Shimon. Depending on when Yovel is, it depends if Yovel is 5 years, 10 years, 15 or 25 years down the road, that's how much the sale should be. You have to cheshbin out how long, the, how long the sale is for. Now, the flip side is also that the owner of the field in certain cases can be poider, could be goyel, could redeem his field from the lease by paying back. How much does he pay back? Obviously, also depending on how many years are left, on the buyer's lease. So the Pasuk says, If somebody sells, uh, if somebody does business with somebody else, with somebody who's your equal, with another Yid, refers to another Yid, or he buys something, buying and selling, one should not be ma'ane, one should not uh, extort that is, take advantage of the other person involved in the deal. Torah doesn't tell us Pratim. Let's read the next passage. As per the cheshben of the years which remain after Yovel, that's how much you should be paying for the field. How many seasons there are and how much profit could be accrued of how many years are left until Yovel, that's what the field should be sold and redeemed for. Now the Pasuk the first pasuk that tells us that there's a love of Oino 
does not tell us exactly how one is over the lav. The second pasuk seems to say that you have to make the right cheshmer years. If you willingly, knowingly distort the price of the field, so you're over on this lav. So this is the way Rashi reads the pasuk. Rashi in pasuk Yudal says, Altoinu zu noas momoin. In the next pasuk, Rashi says, Rashi explains that what we're talking about over here is this field, the way we just explained it, the field that's sold. Make the right cheshman, make the accurate cheshman in order to make sure that the price that it's sold for or redeemed is the accurate one. You're not allowed to uh, distort the price. Let's open up the Ramban over there. And the Ramban has a... Ramban brings Rashi. But the Ramban has a really serious issue with this reading of the two psukim together. The Ramban starts and he brings in the first paragraph Rashi. In the next paragraph, the Ramban is on Pasuk Yudal and Tezvav together because his problem is going to be on the putting together of the Musik, the love of Altoinu Ishizamisoi, together with the context which is Oino in a field that's being sold. That we will learn inside. That there is no din of Let's take a closer reading of the Pasuk and let's understand how the Gemara Bav Metzir Nafnun Vav understands it. The Pasuk is talking about referring to things the Gemara calls this Miyad. Amisecho means dvorum haniknim miyad liyad, which means mitalplin. Torah Hilchis Momin sees two types of property in a general sense. There's karka and there's mitalplin. Karka is something that's not nimka miyad liyad. Bailus is not given over by handing it over. You can't hand over your house to somebody. You could sign over your house to somebody. Somebody could move into your house, but the house is where it is. A, a bushel of apples, a truck, a bicycle, or any other movable property, metalplin, can be given over miyad liyad. We're referring to in this pasuk specifically miyad We are talking about metalplin. Says the Gemara of Metziyah This excludes specifically is coming to exclude karka. We're not talking about karka. Actually, as the Mishnah says over there, ain oinobe karkois. So how do you read the psukim? The mikra says says the Ramban kipip shutei lufim idrosher ledivri arava karkoisu. The pasuk and the lava are talking about karkois. Aval al korchenu, we're going to be forced to say something. Nitzarech lahat is mikroiz kipshutan. We're going to have to twist the psukim somewhat out of their simple context. The noy mashiyah kol pasuk oimid batzmei. We'll say there's a possible chisim kumim kalamisach chanim yadamisach. We're talking about metaltlin al tainu ishes amisoy, and the truth is that the Torah does not tell you what is the nature of this extortion of this taking advantage of somebody else. Then the Torah tells you azihirus. Be careful how you buy and sell fields. That it should be lefi mispar roiv hashon, but not that one possible. The twain don't meet. Yoimar. By that amount of ability to produce tvuah, that's the amount of 
uh, usage of the field that he's selling to kefiri years kefir ashonim tarbe v'tamid more or less it's going to go back to miyavil so mele you're going to buy and sell the field accordingly the pasuk is in ashara in the context of yavil yavil is a halach which is not negev bismanazeh. The pasuk of the love of I know is negev bismanazeh. The chazav amav leisenu isha samitai bedvarim. And then the pasuk tells you at the end of the parsha there's another form of I know, and that is leisenu ish esamisai. Over there is referring to verbally taking advantage of somebody else. It's called I know as dvarim, which is a separate halacha that we will learn bez Hashem. So that will be the context of the pesukim. It's somewhat strange the juxtaposition of the different ideas and now the Ramban continues I want to add a different idea the Ramban says somebody takes advantage of somebody else and he overcharges him undercharges overcharges the Gemara is going to tell us that this is both a din where the sharper person was the customer and he took advantage of an unknowing seller who undersold his own product or more commonly a seller who is a little bit more savvy and the buyer is impressed with the goods and he overpays either one is over beloved bem be metal and bem be karkois both by metal and both by karkois shebehen dibra kozov asenu ish esochif bimispashon machayoyvel the Torah does tell us the love even in the context of karka and truth to be told taking advantage of somebody by financially uh, not doing the deal the way it's supposed to be done. You're taking advantage of somebody. There's no reason why that should be a difference between karka and metalkun. Avo Rabbi Senu Chitshu Chazal were mechadish boy no tashlumim b'shtus amekach. Here the Ramban gives us a kitzur nimitz. This is going to be a bird's eye view of all the dinim of no. There is a, a, a certain discrepancy. If I, I'm, if I'm a little bit more on the expensive side and I charge a little bit more than a store down the street, I'm not considered as taking advantage of a customer. There has to be a serious discrepancy in the price. What's called a serious discrepancy in the price? Rabbi Senu Chidshu Boino Tashlumen Bishtusamekacha 6. 16.6% is in Chazal's eyes a big difference between two prices that one is considered as unfairly taking advantage of somebody else. If the price differential is more than six, the wrong party can't change, can back out of the deal. That din, that the wrong party, the disadvantaged party, either the buyer or the seller, can has recourse to Bezdin, to force the sale to be in this battle and to get his money back or to get his product back the other way, that halocha is only by metalkman. Because I know, which is even more than a shtus, even if there's a difference between 25, 35, 45%, we'll see if there's any cutoff point in that. Is considered a mechila. Kemoshi mechila be metaltnum bepachs mishtos. The Ramban over here tells us an important idea. Why is a price discrepancy 
of 4 or 5% between two stores, okay. Why is that not called taking advantage of a customer? Because it's understood that there's a certain discrepancy. And everybody has their own chishboinist. There's a certain markup. If some people have more expenses, less expenses, they consider their service, their location, etc., etc., better. Because of that, they use their judgment to create more of a markup than the guy down the street in the competing store. It's understood that if you're walking in over here, that's considered a mechila on that price differential. But if there's a huge discrepancy in the price, then that could very well be that you're taking advantage of somebody. Again, we're not talking about there are outs in the system. There are exceptions. For instance, if somebody's paying uh, 50% more on something that you'd find in a little uh, warehouse in Brooklyn and you're buying it in a fancy department store in Midtown Manhattan, you're going to pay 50% more because you're there for the experience, for the ambience, for the location, etc., etc. You're not there for the item. You wanted the item, you would take it from a warehouse in downtown Brooklyn. So that type of case, that's not I know. But in a case where there is an unfair markup and somebody's being taken advantage of, the cutoff point of that is by metalin a sixth. By karka, the cutoff point of where you say that's a mechilo. It's understood, and you took that into account when you walk into the store. That could be even more than sixteen point six percent. But you're not allowed to take advantage of somebody else. You're certainly not allowed to do it, but it's understood that if it's being done, the guy's walking in, he's being There's a small amount of oino where you might, there might be an unfair markup. If it's not enough to create a total, a, a, a major discrepancy, then we look at it as uh, as a mechila on the part of the wrong party. That's true by metaltlin with a smaller differential, with a differential of a sixth. And by karka, it's true by more. The din that Chazal Megal in the mission that we read in Bav Metzir and Nunvav, that ain't no bekarkois, is only when we're talking about uh, the, the, the difference between a sixth and not. But in the bigger scheme of things, when is it called taking advantage of somebody? There's no difference in Karkum and Tatum. Therefore, the Pasuk is fully justified in putting down this halach in the context of Karkum, even though the Torah is talking about Metatum. This is the famous principle of the Ramban. Again, we were Mavliya B'Techadvarim, the din of Pachas Mishtus, less than a six. Yoisi Mishtus, more than a six. Which we'll have to see. And the fact that the Pachas Mishtus is always considered Mechila. It does sound from the Ramban that Pachas Mishtus is also an Isal Lechatchila. The same way Yoisi Mishtus is a problem by Karka in the realm of Isal What don't you have is you don't have Eskus, the wrong party, to be Mavatl the Mecca. Which is what the Ramban fears. Us. Let's read the next paragraph. The Pesach is talking about Metaltlin Altoinu Ishesochiv. Lamadnu, we learn out from there, Sheyesh Boino, there is a din miyuchot b'metaltlin she'enenoi b'kakois. What's that? Chazal understood that to be the schusim of the wrong party to renege, to go back on the agreement. Chazoros HaMomen. Avala Soros HaLav, Neheges Bekulo. And that's why the Apostle says, 
Kono miyad is the lotion of yachid. Kono, not konu. Hayochid mehem hamoichim etaltum miyad liyad. There's one part of the pasuk over here that's talking about two types of sales. Karkem etaltum, one that's talking about etaltum. Because the isu veheter of altoinu ishes amisa is negehein by karkehein by etaltum. Whereas the din to be teve in bezdin bitl hamekach that is only by metaltalin and not by karkois. We'll finish off just by reading the first line in the Mishnah in Bav Metzir Nun Vav Aleph, where the Mishnah says karka not only as something unto itself. Elu dvarim she'en lehem I know the Mishnah tells us, and again this doesn't mean there's no isur I know as the Ramban said. This means that there is no. Din of being tevea bitla mekach or to get your money back in the bezin. The three categories are avodim, shtorois, and karkois vegdeshois. Avodim and karkois have a similarity because the Gemara says avodim hukishla karkois in the sense that an evet is not merchandise. A human being is not merchandise that is given over from one person to another. Like we said, the difference between taltlin and karka is karka. The house is still standing in the same place that it was. There's an agreement between two people that the house that formerly belonged to Ruve now belongs to Shimon. You could sign it over, but the house is still there. A bicycle, on the other hand, if I'm selling it to you, I give it over to you. The bicycle is now physically taken possession of by the buyer. The same way thievery is really only a concept that p- applies by metaltalin. Because metalplan, I could steal your wallet from your pocket. I could break into your garage and take your car. I can't take your house. Maybe I could pick you up by the scruff of your neck and I could throw you out the house and I could move in. But I can't take the house away from you. Chazal call that gezel bekakois, ein gneva bekakois. The concept, l'choyre, is the same concept. Avodim goes together with that because an Evid is not merchandise. Avod, an Evid, the ownership of an Evid is expressed in a relationship where he's owned by me, his dinim ashayich to me. It's not the physical possession of the Evid. An Evid is a person, not a piece of property. A shtar, which is the third thing that's mentioned in the Mishnah, the concept is that shtar is also not, what's a shtar? Shtar is a shtar choiv. When I have a note that Yankel owes me $1,000. How much is that note worth? Depending on how much credit Yankel has, how trustworthy Yankel has, where Yankel lives, what recourse I have legally to be able to be him, etc., etc. That will determine how much that debt, right? That's what debt collection agencies do for a living. They figure these things out. In any case, a shtar choiv, it gives me recourse to get uh, assets, but it's not an asset itself. It's the ability to get an asset. There's nothing about it which is valuable. Kishalatzme it only represents the ability to get something. Because of that, it's again not merchandise, which is niknemiyad liyad. The fourth thing over here in the mission is not our subject. Hegdeshos in hegdish dealing between hegdish and hedid over there as well. There's no oino. We'll stop over here. We're going to develop each one of these ideas as extensively as we can, Bez Hashem, the coming year.